The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one of whom I said, A man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I did not know him, but the reason why I came baptizing with water was that he might be made known to Israel. John testified further, saying, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and remain upon him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, On whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Every three years, it uh, catches me a little bit off guard this Sunday that we're reading from the Gospel of John. And if you're interested to know why, you can ask me after Mass. But it's still supremely fitting that we read this coming off of the Christmas season as we prepare to, as we prepare to just start to let the mystery that we've just celebrated unfold through the course of uh, what we call now ordinary time. But it's really the time for the mystery that we've celebrated to unfold. And so it's supremely fitting that we have this gospel passage, the gospel of John bearing witness to Jesus and what had happened in the baptism of Jesus. Notice that we don't here in this gospel passage actually get the scene of the baptism of Jesus. In fact, St. John's gospel is the only gospel that doesn't have the scene directly, and yet it's still mentioned. Um, St. John has this idea that we already somewhat know the story of Jesus so that we're going to know what it is that he's referencing. But he's trying to help us to draw from it um, more, of the deep, more of the deeper meaning, more of the, the purpose for which all of these things were done. And so we, say, we see at the very beginning of the passage, um, John bearing witness to Jesus. And this is what we're going to reflect on as we go, as we go through ordinary time, as we go through this time through the year, um, hearing what the Gospels tell us about Jesus uh, coming into deeper contact with who Jesus is. And John tells us at the beginning, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is, this is already, this is the first chapter of John's gospel, and there are 21 chapters in John's gospel, and he's already referencing the end. Well, the end. Jesus sacrificing himself as the, the Lamb of God who takes, the true Passover Lamb who takes away the sins of all the world, not just the people of Israel, but he has come to uh, proclaim God's kingdom, to establish his rule, and in so doing, overturn the reign of sin and death. And he does that through nothing other than pouring out his life through, through the total self-gift that we see on the cross, pouring out his very life so that he can go up, face up against death, and come out the other side and so offer forgiveness of sins, take away the sins that keep us, that stand as a dividing wall between us and God. He's able to go straight through that wall and bring us along with him, those of us who believe in his name, as we hear in the, in the gospel acclamation that we sang just before we read the gospel. For those of us who believe in his name, we have the power. He has given us the power to become the children of God. And this is, this is why this is good news that we proclaim each, each and every day. We're, we're proclaiming the unfolding of this mystery that of who and what we are as children of God. 
And so that's what we have at the very beginning of this passage, and, it, and the, more of it unfolds as we go through, because we see as St. John is referencing, the, there are too many Johns in this passage, but as the Gospel of John is referencing through John the Baptist, the baptism of Jesus, we can see something of what is going on. We see that all of this is pointing to this sacrifice. But why is that? Because Jesus, as St. John the Baptist says, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and remain upon him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, on whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God. Of course, that means that Jesus is the second person of the Blessed Trinity, the one eternally begotten of the Father. But it also means Son of God refers to his role as head of his people Israel and ultimately the entire world by being God's chosen anointed king, anointed by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord is upon him to proclaim liberty to the captives. And we see that reference here in St. John's Gospel. And he's saying that that anointing by the Holy Spirit, that being anointed as king, set at the head of his people, means not only ruling over them, but by ruling over them, laying down his life in the extreme, in, in reality, laying down his life so that the, the forces that oppress his people Israel, and ultimately us, those of sin and death, even those are overcome through, his, through God's anointed king, Jesus, the one that we follow, the one that we're here to worship. And it's fitting that at the beginning of ordinary time, we proclaim this gospel passage because we get the opportunity to reflect on the figure of St. John the Baptist. We don't hear the line in this gospel passage, but John the Baptist is the one who says, I must decrease and he must increase. John's entire life is ordered such that everything in his life points to Jesus. Absolutely everything about his life is pointing toward Jesus, and he wants to let his, his personality in, on the scene diminish so that the true good news, the true king, can come onto the scene. He wants everything, he wants everything in his life to point to Jesus. And we, looking at John the Baptist and the witness that he bears, we're able to trust in his words and so follow through the pages of the gospel. We can understand that the witness that John bears of Jesus is in fact true, that he is the Son of God, he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And so we can, uh, having trusted in John's witness and seen it for ourselves and experienced it for ourselves, we too can bear witness with the entirety of our lives who and what this Jesus is. This Jesus, I say, I say we've experienced who this Jesus is. How have we experienced that? How, can, how have we experienced John's testimony that he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world? How do we experience that to be true? Jesus forgives our sins. We know in ourselves that we're not, that we don't always follow after Jesus. We know that sin gets in the way of us following Jesus. We know, I would assume the reason that we're all here is that we know that we've been summoned by Jesus to follow after him. Follow after him with all that we have and all that we are. And yet, each and every day, we settle for less. I get, 
I say we because I mean we. I know that I, each and every day, settle for less than following Jesus. It troubles me. It troubles me in the depths of my heart that I, each and every day, fall away from following after Jesus at, with the entirety of my heart. And yet, he continues to draw us after him. And even, even in our unfaithfulness, Jesus remains faithful to us. He remains true to his commitment to us that he's going to draw us after him and he's going to overcome even our sins, however bad we may think that they are. He's going to overcome them and continue to draw us after himself so that we, having experienced what John is bearing witness to, we too can bear witness to that. How can we say that Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world? Because he's forgiven my sins. He has forgiven me. Bad as I am, he's forgiven me. And so I can trust and I can share that good news with everyone around me because my life is full of joy because I know that there's this love behind Christ Jesus that is always going to sustain me in everything that I do. No matter how bad it, no matter how bad everything around me seems, I, I can trust that the love of God is sustaining me even through that. And that's why, like John the Baptist, even though I can get up here and think, guys, I'm a fraud. I, 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 I'm not perfect. I can't get this right. I can still get up here and share the good news with all of you because I know that God has worked in the depths of my heart and continues to work in the depths of my heart. And so I can, even though I'm still on the road of trying to make everything in my life bear witness to Christ Jesus, I can share with all of you that that is what we're called to, that we are called to be like John the Baptist. We, in the, from, uh, from the very depths of our heart to the very surface of us, Every, everything that we have and everything that we are, we're called by Jesus to bear witness to him so that we can d- decrease and let Jesus shine forth through us. Let his life, let his love, let his power pour forth from us. Let that be the thing that we proclaim, that Jesus, the one that John bears witness to, the one who is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, he is the true and rightful ruler of the world. He is indeed God's king, and this king has conquered even sin and death. And that gives us joy because we know that if this Jesus, who can overcome even sin, even the sins in our hearts, if he's coming to give rule and justice to the world, he is going to be able to separate, separate out good from evil even in the depths of our hearts. And that is good news because I want those things that weigh me down, that draw me away from him. I want those to be taken off of my heart. And so I turn, I, we turn to him, trusting that he is going to continue to draw us after himself. And as we're brought ever closer to him and he continues to work the transformation in our hearts, letting our hearts become more just and loving and, and patient and full of the peace of God, we continue to bear witness both with our words and with the lives that we live, the lives that are given over to him and that we, that we trust that he's going to sustain us with his love, trusting that he continues to forgive us our sins and continues to proclaim the good news that not even sin and death, nothing in all of creation can keep us from the love of Christ Jesus our Lord.